Get ready. Hello and welcome to College Talk. It's your host, Beth Brandon, and I am super excited to chat with you about college journeys and how none of them look or should look the same. Um, I think society and, and media and all these things kind of say like, okay, when you go to get an associate's degree, it's done in two years. When you go to get a bachelor's degree, it's done in four years, you know, six years for a master, eight years, you know, for a PhD. And and that, you know, I think in the world we live in now is just not necessarily feasible for everyone. For some people it is, and that's awesome. For some people, going straight through is going to be the best way for them to learn, you know, um, to not take breaks from, you know, the classes that are kind of pushing them forward in their major. Um, but for other people, that's not necessarily financially feasible. Maybe it's not feasible with their health. Um, maybe it's just, you know, not feasible with their families because everyone starts their journey through post-secondary or higher education at a different time in their lives, and that's okay too. So I'm really excited. Um, I'm not going to just talk at you. I'm going to have a conversation with someone who is near and dear to my heart. Um, my boyfriend Cody Curtis is on with me today, and we have had very different journeys through higher education. That's very true, yeah. Yeah. And um, and so I think we're going to talk about that and, and the ups and downs and the pluses and the minuses of what our journeys look like. Um, but then we're also going to have, I think, a nice candid conversation about... Um, I think why, you know, equity within higher education and looking at like what kind of creates that thought process of what's the best way to move through it and why that that's not necessarily like what we should be thinking of. Um, so I don't know, do you want to go first and kind of talk about your journey through higher education or do you want me to go first? Sure. I can, I can start us off. All right. So I, um, in my house, household, it was, it was always very important to get through high school. Um, my parents, they did get a uh, post-secondary education. Uh, my mom was a nurse, um, and my father, he uh, went to trade school to be a welder. Um, so they definitely thought it was important to, to um, continue, you know, edu- educating ourselves. But um, their main focus was really just making sure that we got through high school and did well in high school. That way we could kind of choose our own paths. Um, this was really great. I mean, they were very nurturing. They really wanted us to do what we wanted to do, but it, um, at times could make it, I guess, difficult to figure out our direction. Um, so myself and my brothers included, um, we, we all kind of, you know, just fell into jobs that we really, you know, enjoyed for the most part, but definitely, you know, not the, not the jobs that, um, you know, we would have wanted to be in like later down the road necessarily. Um, so we all ended up going and getting educated afterwards. So it took a long, much longer time. Um, now for me, what I, what I've been doing and I'm still doing, um, so I'm still going to school. Um, I'm still working on my associates but I'm trying to do it without having to take out any loans. So I'm paying out of pocket, as they would say. Um, so it's definitely taken me a lot longer to go through that because I have um, started, you know, I, I'm still working. I'm still working full time right now. Um, I've got a very nice job uh, and they pay me well, which is helpful. 
Um, but it's difficult because I still have to, you know, work and then I have to go to school. So my schedule for school has to fit within my job because, you know, my job, they're very great at uh, working around schedules, but where I'm at now, you know, with, with uh, you know, rent for um, living expenses, you know, my vehicle loan, you know, you gotta, you gotta pay those things as well. So it's very, um, unfortunately, college is on the back end of my um, my work day, I should mm-hmm. say. So. Mm-hmm. And like, I guess I think, you know, and I've talked to a lot of students in the past where they're like, well, I think I'm going to get a job and I'm going to work and then I'll, I'll look at college. And would you say in your experience, it, like, obviously it's like now when you have bills to pay and things like that's on the back end, could you ever see yourself not working full-time at this point to go to college full-time now that you've been working full-time? It would be very difficult. Um, I think if, you know, if I didn't have as many expenses, Mm -hmm. I think that would be thing, uh, something that I could, I could, um, possibly do like switch down to part part time and Mm -hmm. then go from there. Mm -hmm. And I would highly recommend it if you Mm -hmm. have that, uh, ability, but, um, right now I think it'd be kind of tough where I'm at. Mm -hmm. So just with, with everything included. What? inspired the decision to pay out of pocket well there was a lot of i don't want to say fear from the uh like with my i guess from my family we Mm -hmm. all we were were all necessarily worried about you know debt and like being put into debt Mm -hmm. um and so for me college college loans these giant massive loans right Mm -hmm. they seem kind of scary you know if you're you know doing this you know for the first time which Mm -hmm. my parents they really didn't have to take out these kind of loans um so it was it was a very scary intimidating thing and my my brothers didn't have to do that either Mm -hmm. um and really i didn't have um anybody at the time that was really like hey no we're going through these we're we're getting college loans it's fine Mm -hmm. you're gonna be okay you know okay so there was just kind of like an unknown element around that process. Exactly, yeah. <clears throat> Would you say, were your parents like, because I guess, I guess what I've seen is that parents have not necessarily been willing to provide like the financial information to get, to even see what those would look like. Was, was that your experience? Yes. Okay. Um, it was definitely kind of like pulling teeth Mm -hmm. (laughs) um going through that process and um you know and i and i understand you know they didn't want to put their social security numbers on on things and you know and that's a frightening thing especially on the internet you know they weren't super tech savvy you know Mm -hmm. um could we do the fafsa on the internet when we went to college when we first started college hang on one second okay sorry about that there was a bit of a cat brawl yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, uh, I think I think we were talking about um, parents' willingness to give. Oh, did, no, was the FAFSA online for us? I think it was paper. Right. Um, so for me, I I think we could at least when I started. Yeah. Because um, it took me a little while to get there. Oh, that's true. You know, so I think for that we um, we were able to do it online. Okay. Um, it was very new for for us. Definitely okay. new for me mm-hmm. and definitely new for my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was necessarily new for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of my friends who were going to college, they mm-hmm. weren't having such an issue with it. But Where, Did their parents go to college? From my, yeah, pretty much everybody, okay. yeah. So, Cody, I'm, 
this feels weird. So Cody would be, I guess, like what's defined as like a first generation student. So like, yes, your mom and your dad went and got post-secondary education, but I think it's defined as in like, if your parents don't have a bachelor, or like one or more of your parents don't have a bachelor's degree, um, you're considered a first generation student. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think you said your mom has like an associate's, right? From what I believe, yeah, yeah. and yeah, so so like so. the form of college that you're doing now, I think with you is like probably pretty for, like similar to what your mom did, kind of a thing. So, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like that aspect wasn't necessarily scary. It was like the extra steps of like, what is this financial aid FAFSA piece thing? Right. Okay. Yeah. So it was all it was all very scary at the time. Mm-hmm. You know. Now I'm like, all right, I would have liked to do that, <laughs> but <laughs> um, oh, I feel, but. One of the nice things, um, yeah. I don't know if this is necessarily the route we wanted to take with it, but... You know, it's, um, it's your journey, your opinion. Cool, cool, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so the job that I do now, so mm-hmm. I work in, in loans for a, a credit union, mm-hmm. and um, one thing that they did was when we started there, you know, we had training. You mm-hmm. know, there's a lot of training that went into that, and it taught us a lot about finances mm-hmm. and regulations and mm-hmm. how to process certain things and how to do this. And some of those pieces could be, you know, probably specific to, you know, the, the specific credit union or bank that you're working for. Mm-hmm. But a lot of those regulations and the educational piece, like they're federal, you know, it's a federal regulation that you have to know about. So it's all transfer really, like anywhere. Exactly. Okay. And, um, you know, they really taught me a lot of skills about, you know, what I'm doing, you know, about finances. Like mm-hmm. I, uh, I was a cash only kind of person before, <laughs> before this, but you know, now I know how to balance checkbooks. I know how to <laughs> help people out with their finances yeah. and, you know, all about credit and all this great yeah. stuff. And it's helpful. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Is helpful. Uh, yeah. And, and that's not something they teach you in college. Cause I learned more about credit from you and Rikisha, your supervisor than I have mm-hmm. from, she was on a podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in that podcast, I learned even more, you know, than I yeah, have yeah. from, from any of my, you know, undergrad or grad classes. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what, mortgages, they're confusing. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> the of... other loans that you told me about that I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, I don't have any idea of it. That's your job. Um, yeah. So are there any other like pluses? Cause like you said, like you've gotten this training from your job that you definitely wouldn't get in college, but like, um, I guess my question is, like, as you're working, like, do you see the stuff that you talk about in your college classes? You're like, oh, I do that every day. Like, do you ever get to have those moments? Oh, yeah. Um, so there were there are a lot of different pieces that are kind of spread through, like, you know, my college experience, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I I've look back and like in math, you know, I was like, really, I did not want to take this math class. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like a lot of people feel that way sometimes. It's <laughs> 100%, yeah. But um, since having this job, you know, and going back into it, there was a whole section about mortgages and mm-hmm. lending and, like, you know, and, and interest rates and all that. In this math class? In this math class, yeah. That's why I never saw you study. Right. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> well, that was only one small portion of okay, it. Okay, okay. Um, but, yeah, so that was that was part of it, and that was, like, really, like, it clicked for me. But um, the rest of the math class as well, like, I got so familiar with, like, mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff. And mm-hmm. some people math just comes naturally for everybody i think that might be you well maybe it's me i don't know (laughs) (laughs) but um it definitely wasn't something that i had any interest when i was in high school Mm. but after taking the time and like you know being in the world kind of experiencing some of these things seeing it's like purpose almost yeah i think that kind of helped me realize like you know why i'm doing this Mm -hmm. and it kind of goes with the rest of the class as well because 
I'm going to be honest, sometimes I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> you know, still, <laughs> but um, definitely not in high school. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. And it gave me time to kind of think and, mm-hmm. you know, go into, you know, maybe I want to do this, but mm-hmm. then I can do more research on it instead mm-hmm. of being just put, I'm in class, I'm spending money on this class. I'm going through the I'm next going. step, 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 step. Right. Yeah, but definitely. then, you know, not knowing if I want to change it later on. So, right. Right. It's giving yeah. you more like ability to change direction right. as you're working through like gen eds and stuff. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I'd say that's like one huge benefit of like starting at a community college is <clears throat> primarily you're doing your gen eds and I'm, this is everyone in high school right now. I need you to like sit down and turn your ears on full volume because those general education courses, you can complain about them as much as you want and you can him and haw, but those teach you real world applicable skills. Cody, Absolutely. when a member or a coworker sends you an email with bad grammar, like, does it make you feel more inclined to help them? Or are you kind of like, wow, why didn't you take the time to even like, I mean, I guess like, how do you feel about that? So there's definitely that two sides of the coin. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, honestly, I'm going to read through it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make my sense out of it. I'm Mm going to, you know, try and help out as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, There are some people like if they're very kind of brutish with their wording, Mm if it just sounds mean, I'm going to be less inclined yeah. to be excited yeah. about helping them. I'm still going to help them because, yeah. you know, it's my job. Yeah. But <laughs> but it's like, God, like this person's rude. Like, right. Yeah. I, I really wish they would <laughs> word this in a way that like, hey, I want to be friendly with you. Yeah. Flip side. Rakesh is super nice. But yeah. like, say you wrote an email that was like to, to your supervisor mm-hmm. that was full of like punctuation errors and like misspelled words and stuff how would that go for you um, or to I, like your cfo or something yeah they wouldn't like that at all um <laughs> yeah. they'd be like why is this person working for yeah, us how yeah. did he get in so like that english class um but it's more than that like i the other day had to write up a like spur of the moment report for yeah. work and i then i had to send it to the dean of mm-hmm. student affairs to do it a board report and and like um if I didn't have the skills to be able to do that quickly without having to go and like have someone else proofread it, like that would have taken me a lot longer to do and I might not be able to turn it in on time. Yep. And don't think you're not going to have to send those reports just because you're like, hey, I'm like this low low level person on this or mm-hmm. you're not going to have to send those emails to bigger people mm-hmm. because I mean, my, I wouldn't say I'm very high on the food chain in my business or in my company, but um, you know, I still talk to people who very much are. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> um, and you do those assessments all the time. Absolutely, you, I know you have to write stuff huge. out for that too. Yeah, it takes a long time, yeah. and you <laughs> yeah. have to be good. <laughs> yep, and um, and so that's everywhere. And like, here's the thing: I have students a lot now where I'm like, okay, come on, like you know, you wouldn't be failing if you would just go to class. Remember that part; that's important too. Yeah, but just go to um, class. A lot of the times they're like, you know, if I'm late, I just don't want to go in because everyone's going to look at me. And I was, I always try to frame it like this. If you're working a job and it's the difference between you walking in the door 10 minutes late and you just not going to work, which of the two do you think is going to get you fired? Yeah, definitely. You're, uh, you're going to get fired if you don't show up. Exactly. Um, and so learning to, you know, swallow that pride and get through it and like sit in that moment of embarrassment maybe like you got stuck at like in traffic there's a car accident but if you're just like well i'm gonna be late so i'm just not gonna go you might get fired if you walk in and you're like please turn on the news i was stuck you know behind that car accident that's on there that's like usually people are pretty understanding and now if you're 10 minutes late every single day you're probably going to end up in the same boat but um 
creating without having anyone else to wake you up like you might have at home maybe you don't and that's awesome and I'm proud of you for being responsible but like to get up to school and like starting to take those things into your own hand and learning like what helps me get out of bed and get going in the morning like those are the things that you're going to learn in college but you have a bit of a safety net um whereas if you're in the real world like working right away you don't necessarily get to have those and that's one of the upsides that I found about college is um my parents, I think, tried to make us really, like, responsible, but, like, I still, if I slept through my alarm, I had someone that I knew would come in and wake me up. Right. I didn't have that in college. And so I did go to class late a couple times because I did mess up. Mm-hmm. And um, people did stare at me. And and so, like, I think that's kind of the big difference there, too, is is you get more do-overs in college than I think you do at a, a job jumping straight into it. Absolutely. So um, I think like one of the classes I'm in right now, um, the teacher, she just told us, or my professor, I should mm-hmm. say, um, she told us she's a doctor actually. <laughs> um, anyway, so she did tell us, you know, right at the start, like, Hey, like if you do come in late stuff happens, um, just, you know, make your way, like, you know, come in the back, mm-hmm. kind of find your, find a seat that's mm-hmm. open towards the back. If there is one, um, you know, that we're not just dis- disrupting the class. Mm-hmm. You might get some points to that, but you're still going to learn the, learn the stuff, yep. you know? And if it's just like five points versus, you know, missing out on all this information on your test. Right. Which know, could be way be more than five points. Huge thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and going back to your point with work, I mean, you know, I, I have great bosses and managers and stuff, but mm-hmm. I feel like every, every person I've ever worked for, mm-hmm. they're completely going to understand. Like they, you know, I've been late flat tire you know stuff like this mm-hmm. stuff happens and their cat has thrown up and i had to clean it and yeah. i've just been like hey i'm really sorry um this is happening depending on the boss i'll joke be like i can send you a picture if you want and they're like god no yeah. uh you know <laughs> yeah and uh yeah i mean they're most bosses and at least in my experience i guess mm-hmm. i can't speak everybody nope. but most of them they're like no you don't i'm i'm gonna trust you with this you don't have to prove me anything mm-hmm. But, you know, make but, sure it's a legitimate thing. Yeah. But, and and but that if it trust keeps comes from the fact that you have the responsibility and you've taken yeah. the ownership of yourself. You have that autonomy to get to work every other day on time. And you've been reliable before yes. this. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, like I'd say, like with you, like you obviously didn't have the college thing to like kind of go through that. Um, but, you know... If that's not something you need, you know, that's not necessarily a benefit of college, but if it is, it does give you a little bit more time to grow up, maybe? I don't know if that's the right word, but yeah, yeah. That makes sense. It allows you to be in that interesting age between a young adult and, like, adult adult. Yeah. Yeah, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know. So I'm just going to zip through my journey because it is pretty, like, standard. I did the four years. I went straight to um, a four-year state institution. Um, Western and I went through those four years and I changed my majors a lot I didn't know what I wanted to do I did not go to a career center and I really wish that I had because that probably would have helped me out a lot more um what I did do is I worked on campus jobs and the on-campus jobs that I worked ended up kind of helping me figure out what direction I wanted to go in um so I think getting involved was really as a really important piece for me Mm -hmm. um having those jobs is a really important piece for me um, but like I said, one of the upsides is I had a lot um, of opportunity through that. And in those first two semesters or those first two years, even when I was doing my a lot of my gen eds, that was what I the time I used to explore and do those exploration pieces of like, do I like this? Do I not? And um, that was really helpful. 
to be able to do that. But I think when you go in as like, I just got to pick my major and go through, I think that's when things can get kind of dangerous in that um, that set, that mindset of like, I have to be done in four years. I have to be done in four years. Right. Um, most engineering programs are not four-year programs. Like most nursing programs aren't four-year programs. Like, and like, because they're just not like, and that's okay. And like, no one in those programs has an issue. But if you're going in as like a psych major, I think people think like you should really get done in four years, but things happen. And like, maybe you have to retake a class. And so, or maybe you can only go part-time for a semester because you have to work because that's all you can afford. And so I think that's okay too. I just think one of the dangers and one of the downsides to just jumping straight in is sometimes that pressure um, that you put on yourself or that other people around you are putting on you to be done in those four years. Mm-hmm. Um, downside is the cost. I do have student loans. Um, and that's something that I have to pay monthly. That's another monthly expense on top of, you know, but I look at it and I think, you know, how much a year do you pay for your classes? Oh, I would say maybe about $3,000. Okay. For like the whole year of classes. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it's, it's, you know, one or two classes a, a semester for me, but yeah. Okay. I'm going to pull up a calculator. Yeah. <clears throat> Things like three or $400 per um credit per credit okay so my loans i pay just under two thousand a year um and then i have 10 years to pay that off but i don't think it'll take 10 years i hope Mm -hmm. goodness um (laughs) (laughs) that'd be a lot more than i have in loans um if i paid that up in 10 more it'd be a lot of interest so i'm trying to pay it down first but um but i mean i was in school for I don't know. What is it, like six years? Yeah, six years. Yeah. But my ma- my master's was like paid for through a GA, but that costs right. a lot more. But like, yeah. if you look at like three thousand dollars times how many years have you been? Um. So I can't. I I don't believe that it was like three thousand a year for oh. that. But I've been doing it since you know f- since two thousand eleven. Gotcha. Two thousand nineteen now. But you gotcha. know it's really mo- the most most recent uh, couple of years here i've been really just working a yeah. lot harder at it yeah i think so, ultimately yeah. the point that i'm trying to get through and i'm probably going to cut a lot of that out maybe not we'll see it's fine um <laughs> is that like it'll end up costing us the same right ish yeah um it might actually cost you more because college keeps getting more expensive right um if you like go to do a bachelor's kind of a thing exactly. um but unless you can unless, yeah never mind <laughs> i'm gonna cut that too um <laughs> Steven, Steven, cut that. Steven. Um, unless now I gotta leave it in. Um, it'll it'll probably cost about the same. So like even if you're like, well, I want to pay out of pocket, whatever. It's like I'm still paying out of pocket. I just took those loans out. And like right. I think now as like a loan manager, you can kind of understand and explain that a little bit better. Like right. it's still money that you're gonna have to pay back. Yes, but if you do it and you're paying out of pocket, you're still gonna have to pay that too. It's just now it's like I don't have to do both while I'm working. Right, and you're not maybe building that nest egg you know to establish yourself a little bit mm-hmm. you know more in life too mm-hmm. which which can be difficult mm-hmm. you know but wait for which one um sorry if you're paying out of pocket oh you know, gotcha. sometimes it's tough to build that nest egg but okay it could also be that if you're paying off student loans so depending on right um yeah. and that's a reason why i'm such a big proponent for federal loans and not yes, private loans absolutely um because like if i I had to pay out of pocket a lot. Like my federal loans didn't cover um, 
all of my tuition. So I worked a lot of hours. I think my senior year of college, I had like, I was working three jobs at once at one point. So like, yes. Um, but I only took out federal loans because private loans, I feel like are the ones where you can kind of get into like a danger zone because there isn't a cap. Right. But there's a cap on the federal loan. So like if you're not doing the parent plus loan at all, like there's only so much that you can take out. And so you can only get so much in debt. And it's usually something that like most people can pay back over time. Or if you do the public service 10-year forgiveness thing and you're on the right plan and you've worked with your loan counselor and all that, Mm -hmm. then in 10 years, it'll be forgiven. You know, so um, those just always feel like the more safe option to me because there's the cap. There's a lot of... um, the federal government has like a lot of options for you to like defer your loan. You just have to like provide different financial things. I know tons of people who have been able to do that and like mm-hmm. they pay or they pay based off of like their income and it's going to take them longer to pay it off, but like they can still live and like save and prepare for like emergencies and stuff with that. And I don't necessarily know that you can have that with private loans because I've never gotten them. It's, it's yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, I think that's one thing to kind of, to kind of keep in mind. Um you know, something also maybe to bring up too is um, if you are paying out of pocket and mm-hmm. you're taking that route, mm-hmm. um, for me, my company actually offers, um, you know, some educational expenses. So depending if you're full-time or part-time, they have a different amount. Yeah. But if you've been there for a certain amount of time, usually about a year or so, um, you can get uh, assistance from them and they'll actually just pay for like... I think for us it was like $7,000 or something yeah. like that for classes. And then you just have um, to commit like to a year, right? Per semester. And yeah, per semester that they pay for those, you okay. just have to commit a year after you're done with your, like once you've graduated. So say you do like 14000 so you take two semesters. I think it's, you'd probably end up being about two years. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, and if, if it's you company like it already, you like, hey. yeah, but you just want to move up in the company, you know, sometimes that's good for, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, I got this degree now. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're quickly running out of time, but I really want to have a conversation um, and kind of like ask you, you know, if you've ever gotten this too, I think it's different. Um, maybe not pressure from like your family, but probably from me. And um, <laughs> and I'd like to apologize for that because that was before I kind of got into the college access world. But like, um, I guess, yeah, like what are your thoughts on that whole idea of like, you know, four years or bust, like you got to get your bachelor's in four years or you got to get your associates in two years or, you know. Well, since I haven't gotten it yet, <laughs> um, I you know I I feel like that's not necessarily something that has to be done. Mm-hmm. I highly suggest it if you can, okay, because you can you know you can get on you know and with your life and mm-hmm. you can start moving and doing stuff different mm-hmm. stuff. Especially if you're using federal loans, mm-hmm. you can defer those and there's a lot of different aid programs, so it's good yeah. to kind of get get on with that. But the important thing I think is to just keep learning mm. and keep you know, doing that education, Mm -hmm. um, you know, to get yourself where you want to be. I mean, when you're in your job, you're going to have to do it anyway. Yeah. You're going to be learning about different things. Mm -hmm. You might not think about it as much because it comes in like a slow trickle. Right. Because you're, you're, you're just doing it. You're just doing it. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I definitely wish I would have just, uh, you know, stuck to those two year, four year plans. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't think it's necessary Mm -hmm. to do that Mm -hmm. all the time. I'd agree. And I don't think, you know, I think talking about like those engineering programs that are five years, um, I'll, I'll be really honest. I wish I'd done my grad, uh, schooling in three years cause I was stressed all the time. Yeah. One added benefit of, you know, paying out of pocket and taking classes one mm-hmm. at a time, you get to focus, you get to learn that material mm-hmm. and you can just be 
hyper focused on mm-hmm. that because you know you got your job sure but usually yeah. that's not a, as much of a stressor because you're just doing it all yeah. the time right yeah whereas what i had you know my grad assistantship was for a certain amount of semesters and i would have had to reapply and re-interview probably maybe i don't know um the folks that i worked for as a grad assistant were amazing so you know if, if it had come to a thing where i was like i need to do a third year i think they would have been really understanding about that um or you know but but it it was really stressful and it was a lot to be working, you know, 20 some hours a week, but then also be taking these really involved classes, um, which would sometimes like, you know, in my environments class, we had to take um, trips to other colleges to, you know, understand what they were doing in those different college environments, like community college, private college, etc. And so um, went to a tribal college in Canada. And so like, you know, those were times when I wasn't able to work and I had to figure out some other time to make that up those hours. And so like that was constantly stressful. Or like I said, I couldn't pay everything with my federal loans. Um, like I couldn't afford the 12 credits even to keep me full time with just my federal loans. So I would have had to have a job. That meant that I always had to be working while I was going to college anyway. Right. And so, um, yeah there are classes that like like a math class i am not a math person like cody is so that i and cody can attest this i would study like multiple hours a night and i very very narrowly got by and got through that with a c it's just not how i work and um i honestly don't remember a dang thing from that class like i'll be real with you because it was just like i get i just got to do what i can do to get through the next quiz and next exam and just get it done um because i have other classes that are also taking my time and I think that's part of it. And if that's like a worry for you, start out at a community college and start with lower credits. Like start with just the minimum 12 credits with just four classes or three, four credit classes or, you know, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, you can take a summer class later. You, you know, if you feel like that was really easy, you can add more credits into, I think, you know, when they're like 15 credits a semester, will get you done in four years. Who cares? Because the most important thing is that um, you do what's going to be best for you. You know, and if, if financial aid is a concern, you know, reach out to your financial aid department now of where you think you're going to go or like in the spring when you commit and say, you know, I want to maybe with how I learn, I don't want to feel rushed through my classes. I'm thinking that this might be a five year process for me because I want to take 12 credits at first. And so I might have to do like an extra semester. What's that going to look like with my financial aid? Um, what's that going to look like with my tip? You know, and have those conversations at the beginning. And I can tell you right now, as someone who does that, when I have students come in who are just nervous about their grit, like how they're going to do and not actually doing um, poorly in their academics. And they say like, this is what I'm thinking about doing. This is what I want to do. I'm thinking ahead. I'm never like, why are you in here? I'm always like, you're doing the right thing. Like, I'm glad that you came in and you're double checking, but I want you to know you're on the right path and I'm proud of you for thinking ahead. Um, And that's going to be the conversation that you're going to probably have with a lot of people who are like, wow, instead of getting into this moment and being in a complete panic and being rude (laughs) or freaked out or yelling or panicked to me, the student is in here and they're asking now so they're ready for the future. I promise you forever, no matter where you go, that's always going to look better than the panic at the last minute. Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, if people are telling you like, you got to get this done in four years, you can have them email me at podcast college talk at gmail.com and I will chit chat with them about how they're wrong. Um, (laughs) so you have to do college, how it's going to work best for you. I did four years and then I jumped right into a master's degree. I wish that I'd served with Advise Michigan before I got my master's degree. Mm -hmm. I think it would have changed the way that I focused on my classes. And I think I would have learned and 
um, would honestly currently be a better steward for college access and retention um, than I am now. And so if you think that an avenue for you is serving or working before grad school or maybe taking a year and working before um, starting at a community college or something like that, definitely do that. But check in with different offices to make sure that like, is my financial aid still going to be okay if I'm doing it this way? Am I still going to be able to have this tip opportunity if I've, which you will. If I fill out my application my senior year and I work for a year, can I still use it later? Yes. Like double check and ask those questions now. The most powerful thing that you can ever do is give yourself choice. And Cody, thanks for being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much for talking with us today. And uh, we'll chat with you next time. Get ready. Okay.